0: You're listening to the Retirement Lifestyle Podcast with Chris and Susan Beasley.
1: It's Chris and Susan Beasley here with another episode of Living the Retirement Lifestyle Podcast and Web Show. And today we have a very special guest. Yes, I know we say this a lot, but we are very lucky to know some awesome people around the world. But this person is quite close to home for us, someone we worked out we have known now for over 12 years and we remember seeing him at a seminar that we attended back in the days when we were still running our traditional management consultancy business but we had that idea up there then and we wanted to do something different and this guy has like had stratospheric success in his business. So we're very honored to have the none and only John Lee with us today. Welcome John.
0: Hi John. Uh, thank you, Susan. Thank you, Chris. And thank you for having me back. I, 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 it's amazing the work you're doing and empowering other people out there and really giving them the the knowledge and the the I guess the implementation, especially in in, in the current time. So Thank you for having me on the show.
1: No, it's wonderful. And it's fabulous to see how, you know, from 12 years ago, where we are today, because we've worked at it, we've developed our niche, where you are today, because you've done exactly the same. So can you just give um, our listeners and viewers just a little bit background if they've never met you of how you got into entrepreneurship and a little bit about your mom and dad, maybe?
0: Yeah. So I started um, in, well, I first of all worked as a computer animator and I was working in London. Like, you know, if anyone has worked in London, you know how stressful it is. It's so many people. Well, probably not now because of COVID, (laughs) but it used to be like, you'd be like squashed like a sardine inside the tube. And I was on a decent salary. I was earning 36,000 pounds, you know, that's, that's respectable you know, um, and then I got a pay rise to 60,000 pounds. And I thought, wow, that's, that's even more. But the, what I found was that the more money I, I made, the more demands that were requested of me from my boss. And so I started, even though I loved the job that I worked in, I didn't love the lifestyle that, it, that, that came with it. You know, going to, waking up early in the morning, having to commute to work every single day, getting home around seven, eight, nine o'clock by the time. Sometimes I come home and, you know, my, my, my partner would be in, in, in bed. You know, my food would be in the oven, you know? And so it wasn't really a life that I, that I thought it would be. I thought, wow, you know, even though you're making all this money, then but there's no lifestyle. And then I would commute about three hours to work every single day. I remember, you know, getting the train into Waterloo, walking from Waterloo to Wardle Street. And yeah, it was, just, it was just so stressful. So I then embarked on this journey of uh, entrepreneurship. My, my best friend, Darren, gave me a book called Rich Dad Poor Dad. And, um, and I read that book and it taught me this concept of, of passive income. He then later, cause I kept complaining about my life. Oh yeah. You know, you know, it's, it's, it's that person's fault I'm not making any money or, you know, I, I always complain about my, my life and said, you know what, you need to listen to these tapes and he gave me these tapes and it was Tony Robbins. And he talked about this, this mindset of, of if you, you can achieve your dream. it's very, it's very, it's very American, you know, but, but. And at first, I was like, this guy's voice is really, ugh. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I can't stand his voice. But the more he started to speak, the more sense he started to make. And I'll never forget that he said that most people live by certain standards. Like if you have a poor standard, you're going to get zero results, right? And then he, said, he talked about four levels of standards. He talked about poor, good, excellent, and outstanding. And he said, how are you living your life? And what happens, there's a delay. It's like a turbo lag. So if you get excellent results, if you're, if you're outstanding, you'll get excellent results. If you're excellent, you'll get good results. If you're good, you get poor results. And it's so true, isn't it? Especially yeah. in today's society, you're good at your job. You know what, if you're not making the company money, you're gonna get fired. And that's what's happened over the last, you know, um, 12 months. So I started on barking this journey of, of my first venture was real estate. So to cut a long story short, (laughs) um, I I bought my first property. It was on the market for like a hundred, I think around about 150, but all the other ones are around 185,000. And I negotiated because I started attending seminars. I started going to courses. I started getting mentors, coaches. I started joining networking groups. I started reading books. I started, you know, um, learning and, and listening and watching these online courses and things like that. So that became my, my education. A lot of people confuse schooling with education schooling, you go to university, they stop at 21, and then they, they just stop educating themselves. And I just carried on that journey. And I started reading these books, started attending these seminars. And you know, my first house, that house that I bought was was in the place, in older shop. It was on the market for, again, around 150. All the other ones at 185, but I got taught to negotiate deals. So I ended up negotiating that deal for 85,000 pounds. Wow. And in two months, I sold it for 185,000 wow. With, without really doing much to it. We just put a lick of paint, put a kitchen in there, new bathroom, and bang, it was sold. And like, that's a hundred grand. And that, when, when I think about that, like, that's almost like the, on my previous salary, 36,000, that's almost like three years worth of my income, or it's even at 60,000, it's about a year and a half. That means I could really just take the, my, all, all my time off and start enjoying life. And so that became the seed capital to start to learn how to invest. And I start, and you know what? Um, a lot of my friends said to me, oh, you, these seminars, it's such a scam. Like, you know, you go in there, you're going to learn about all these things and they're just taking your money. And, you know, I, there was one guy, and, and I'll never forget this, and I just sent him a message recently, actually. Um, his name's Ying Tan. And when I, when I asked him to mentor me, I, asked, I said to him, well, you know, how much do you charge? He said, £10,000. I said, £10,000, that's a lot of money. He says, well, compared to what? And I said, okay. And he started telling me about, you know, must invest in your education. And so I sold my car, I had a Honda S2000. I sold it for 15,000. I paid him 10,000. And you know, um, Susan, in, in six months after his coaching, I bought 35 houses. Wow. In six the, months.
1: The proof of mentorship.
0: It's the mentorship because he taught me a way, because a lot of people invest in real estate, they, they, they do it the traditional way, i.e. they go to a bank, they get a mortgage and then they get a deposit, right? And you put a deposit in. That's how everyone was buying property. And the way he was telling me to buy is, well, John, you can use the same formula. You do see people who are super wealthy. They do the same things as other people, but they do them slightly differently. Mm-hmm. For example, um, if a house is worth a hundred thousand and I can buy that property for say 80,000, Right, I've, I already made a 20% margin. He said to me, there's two big risks in real estate. One, property prices crashed. I and mean, so it's only ever crashed 15% 15, 15 to 18% in history. Um, and two is the interest rates. Well, you know, back then, the interest rates were like 4 or 5%. right? So it was still enough to buy property and still be able to cash flow the properties. Meaning, if if the, if, if the mortgage was £500, but you can rent it for £1,000, you're making 500 every single month. So he gave me these two rules and I just followed them to the T and it, and it wasn't complicated. It says rule number one, make money when you buy, not when you sell. Rule number two, make sure that it makes you money every single month. And that's it. That's all I did. And then I started accumulating, accumuli- accumulating this pounds pound portfolio, which still today. And I just did, um, uh, uh, like all literally over, cause you probably know over the last, um, uh, six to 12 months, And there's been like a mini boom because of the whole stamp duty thing, right? Anything below half a million, you know, you can buy with zero stamp duty, you know? So the government is incentivized. So we had this mini boom and I literally, I just checked my portfolio and I just gained an extra like 2 million pound in equity without doing anything.
2: Incredible. Wow. Not
0: doing anything. So... Yeah, that's 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 and that's where it started. And now, obviously, again, to cut a really long story short, I started different companies. I started investing. Last year, we listed our company in the stock exchange, which had a valuation of thirty million euros. My goal is to take that to a um, you know billion dollar valuation. But thirty million to a billion dollars—that's that's a big um, gap. But I, but I know how to do it because I have got the knowledge to be able to to what's what does a company need for it to be valued at that. So I started getting knowledge in that. Um, and, you know, uh, last week I was had a feature in, in Forbes as well, so... Yeah, I can't
1: um... say that, I shouldn't have <laughs> said that. I mean, that when we saw that you have been published in That's Forbes, amazing. it was like, it's the ultimate accolade for somebody who has worked so hard, achieved so much, and can share what they've done so others can follow it. And that was just a huge congratulations to you for that, because it is very well deserved.
0: Thank you. Well, I mean, that's the thing. you got to work hard at it. I mean, a lot of people, you know, they, they, they want to make easy money. Like they don't know that I wake up every day at five or 6am in the morning. Right. And I work till about probably nine, 10 o'clock at night, you know, and obviously you balance it some days with the weekends with, with you know, with, I'm a father. So you, you've got to, it's, it's, it's not work-life balance with this work-life integration. You've got to integrate it into your life. So everything works. The big, biggest
2: know. benefit of working from home, isn't exactly. it? That you can take yeah. when you want to.
0: Yeah. And that's the, I mean, that you know, in Chinese, we have this word called zi, right? And it's made up of two characters. And if you take one character away, the character by itself means danger. And if you take this one away and you put the other one back, this one means opportunity. So the, I guess the metaphor is in every crisis, pandemic, recession, whatever virus that's happening right now, you've got to look for the opportunity right now. For example, real estate has come full circle again. It's four stages, Right boom, recession, retraction, and recovery, right? So now we're going to go straight. So next year, and, and we were talking about this before we, we started the podcast, that you can get properties in London now, zone one flats, like central, central. London. I'm talking about 10 minutes, 20 minutes walking to Leicester Square for under a million. You know, there has never been a time where property, and because now you got to look at the economics, people are moving out of London, you've got the, the flight corridor, you don't have the international investors coming in. So now they're trying to find the local investors now. Yeah. So that's an, up- an interest rate 0.1% at the time of, you know, this, this me doing this podcast with you, you know, it's insane. So it's
1: the same in the USA, because we've been watching the statistics, reading the news, because obviously we keep up to date with this. And we have a lot of clients who are across the pond and they're saying exactly the same, you know, it, it's, it's one of those moments in time that potentially for people Especially people um, in or approaching retirement who are looking for a way to secure a better future. They, and if they have the funds for it, or if they don't, there's ways they can get those funds, they can start to secure a better lifestyle than they had envisaged. And, you know, there are good signs, there are good things when things like a pandemic or a recession come around, just like you say, it's an opportunity. Yep. Wow, it's incredible. So now we've heard all about your property, which is awesome. Let's talk a little bit about the other side of the coin, the one that we know you and very familiar with you from, from starting an online business. How awesome do you think it is right now for starting an online business?
0: Oh God. In 2015, I released a video called the 10 habits of self-made millionaires. I just checked how many views that I had. It had 10 million, it reached 10 million people and it had 44,000 people that shared the video. And this was, it's not long ago. It's not that long ago, but, um, that's the whole thing that started my whole online journey off. And, you know, that video. And at the time I think it was lot, I was on like, I can't remember the exact time. I think it was on like 50 to hundred thousand followers, something around that. When I put that video up, literally like overnight, my followers jumped to about half a million people because people started sharing it and 44,000 people shared that video and it started going viral. Um, and then obviously up, up, till, up till now uh, I have over 5 million people that follow me on social media. So um, th- there's a massive opportunity to with online businesses because you know, when the first pandemic happened, we got locked down. What are people doing? They're at home. What are they doing at home? They're spending time online. In fact, the average time spent on your phone is about four to five hours on your phone. And most of that time is consuming social media content. So I started thinking about this. I started thinking, and this, and this already started happening many years ago. You started seeing people on the trains, planes, in the lounges, work, maybe people at restaurants, they're always on this bloody thing. Yeah. Right, this is the Technology thing the first
2: used th- it, they used it more and more, didn't they? Right,
0: right. It's the first thing you look at the morning, right? It's the last thing you look at when you go to bed. It's not your husband and wife anymore, is it? <laughs> 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 right? It's like, yeah, yeah, honey. Yeah, okay. Go to bed. <laughs> so so what I started to do is start thinking, wow, this is going to be big. Everyone's going to be like learning things online. I started looking at the trend of, of, of um, YouTube I started seeing, wow, like, and this is how my brand got, got big in my industry. Like I put a video up like 10 years ago um, on, on YouTube and YouTube has now become the second biggest search engine in the world. So that means if you have a shop online, if you have an online shop where you sell a product, you sell a service, you sell some kind of subscription. Now all you got to do is make a post and get people from your post on social media, which is free to go to your shop. To inquire about your products and services, which then ultimately turn into sales. And so I start. I started getting really fascinated with, oh my God, how do people use this stuff? Or why do people use Facebook? How do they use it? Like, like, what are the intricacies on making a post? What type of post? What words do you use? Do I do I use a light post, a dark post? Um, can I um, make a post and show it to a specific amount of people? I start figuring out all these different combination codes and testing, and I invested in millions of dollars testing what works and what doesn't work. And so I've now had the ability to be able to find my ideal client for my ideal products and services. Literally because now, you know, as, as you know, Facebook has all the data. All social media platforms have been data mining people for the last 10 years. You, you only have to watch Social Dilemma to, to understand. Uh, and if, if anyone hasn't done that, it's, it's a show on Netflix, you should watch it and how it affects you know, how these things are designed to, I guess, control our brains. And, and you, know, you only got to look at the election um, and, 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 Brexit and Facebook, which caused all these things to happen. So if it can make someone president, if it can break a nation, then surely it can do something for someone's business. So it's just finding the right application for it. So that's what I've spent. You know, I would say since when last time we saw each other in, in, uh, where were we, we were in Punta Cana, was it, or Thailand? Yeah. 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 Thailand. Yeah. yeah. Um, between then and now I've, I've just been, I've just been mastering my craft. You know, I've just got, I've just, I mean, I'm, I've still got a lot to learn, but I remember there's a quote by uh, Bruce Lee, my, my hero, and he said, I fear not the man that can do 1000 kicks. I fear the man that can do one kick a thousand times.
1: Yeah, yeah. exactly. Right?
0: And so what does that mean? That means you don't have to do everything. You just need to get really good at one thing. And one thing I got really good at was being able to find my ideal client online and move them through a process where I can serve and help my clients. And by doing that, by helping people, you make money in return. Exactly. So that's what it's, yeah.
1: Exactly. And, you know, we we speak to a lot of people in our age target market, if you like, people 50 plus. And one of the things they have is this reservation about, well, I'm too old for this online thing. But, yeah, I'm sure you've got some thoughts on that because I know you have a lot of clients of our age, dare I say it, do you get that feedback or are they they embracing it and just going, I'm going to do this?
0: You know, four years ago, um, I would probably have said that is the consensus. But now when someone tells me that there's actually a button you can press to say, show me all the people over the age of 50 in the United Kingdom that are using Facebook. And last time I did that, I think it was like 17 million people.
2: Yeah, wow. Right.
0: Some, something along those lines, uh, maybe a little bit more or less now. But yeah, I, I mean, when someone says that to me, it says, look, what you think? Um, if you think you're right, if if you think you can, you're right. If you think you can't, you're also right. But actually, you look at the facts, and that's why this whole COVID thing that's happening right now—you like people are just like the media is not giving the right information that people need to understand. And what's happening is causing. In fact, the real virus is fear.
2: You're <laughs> right. You're it's, absolutely right. right. Yeah.
0: Right. Yeah. By shutting down a country, now you've got mental health problems. Right now you've got issue. I mean, I won't go into all of that because, you know, it's yeah, that's a like whole true, different topic, true. but you know, it's, it's, for example, the masks that we wear, you know, the particles in the virus can get straight in. It's like an open door. So
2: yeah.
0: why are you wearing a mask? Well, it makes people feel safe, but actually well, they, 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 they did a study. I can't remember where the study was, but like a, a lot of people that got the, you know, coronavirus were actually over 80% of them were wearing masks.
1: Because people don't wear them with respect or have the right kind, um, we see it all the time. I mean, as you say, we're not going to go into all this because it's, yeah. it's, it's a whole, it's, it's an hour debate, <laughs> on the floor and, and we'd, least, we'll yeah. have a lot of popular people who think it's popular, and Yeah, who think it's exactly. Popular. Exactly. Uh, we, in fact, we could be elected as the next president of the United States. <laughs> if we get into that one, but yeah. um, but seriously, no. I I mean. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're finding, you know, people now we're seeing who maybe have already retired, um, they're starting to look at the the fearful side of the pandemic and how that's going to affect their future. And they actually don't know that there are these opportunities out there. Um, we, as you know, we reach them because we know we can use social media and the the statistics and data that's available to us to put our offers in front of them Um, but it's just finding the confidence to say you know if I take on mentorship if I take on a a self-education program with support I can go out and do that we you know they have so many skills and talents already in their armory don't they from their Mm. from their years in in the 4040 um, I'm sure, you know, I know you, you, you see this all the time, don't you?
0: Yeah. I mean, I see a lot of people, for, I'll give you an example. So my mum, right, She she's in her sixties now. And she knows how to use Facebook better than I do. She's she sending me candy crush requests every single day, you know. And if, 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 if I if I go into her iTunes account, and see how much money she spent on Facebook and iTunes. I think the other day it was like you know it was like she spent like eight hundred pounds on. I said, "Mom, what did you spend the money on?" So I don't know. I was just pressing these in-app purchases. I'm like, mm,
2: <laughs>
0: so, but but if you take someone like my mum for example, so my mum she's a chef, right? So she wants to retire soon. So what's she going to do? Well, I said, mom, you know, a lot of people like, when, for example, you know, Christmas is coming up and last Christmas, um, she was, you know, doing the Turkey and, um, how she was doing it. She had she, first time ever, she had this iPad next to her cooking. I said, what are you doing? She says, Oh, I'm watching YouTube. I said, why? She said, Oh, I'm learning how to roast this turkey properly with the stuffing. And I was like, I just found it so fascinating that my own mom, is actually on YouTube. And my dad now, you know, my, you know, my dad loves like horse racing. So now he's got a phone specifically for the updates and he's always like streaming, like golfing and, 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 and horse racing and all that kind of stuff. So, and he takes it everywhere and he now knows how to use the wifi and first thing he'll do is say, Hey, is a wifi code. I'm like, might not. So I think it's getting more and more, um, norm. It's the new norm now. Now the question is, and, and this is where I found the distinction um, you can use social media as a consumer. So consumers spend money, right? Or you can use it as a creator. A creators make money. So one of the things that I'm able to do with people now is to take how they're consuming it and then switch it to becoming a creator and earning from it. And, and this is the key. So for example, one thing that people could do right now, so my mom, I said, mom, like you're a chef, you can cook any amazing Chinese dish. Let's take chicken fried rice, for example, right? You're like my mom's chicken fried rice is like, I'm, I'm vegan now, but back then, Um, You know, I was eating a lot of like meat stuff and, you know, she was, she'd cut one of the biggest, um, amazing chicken fried rice and said, look, do you know how many searches there are for how to cut chicken fried rice? And then, and I can't remember, it was like almost half a million searches for chicken fried rice, how to cut chicken fried rice, which is very basic to her, but most people would not know this, how to do it. So I said, mom, imagine this. Imagine you take your video and you put it on social media and it gets half a million views. Imagine every time someone watches that video, you get paid five cents,
2: mm-hmm. right?
0: So what's five cents times half a million? Well, it's enough, you know, money for you to go and go sh- do some shopping with. Right? So th- so that's just one way, right? And th- th- there's actually a really famous um, star in Hong Kong, and she was showing me this and, and she goes live and she has like I think 5,000 people watching her live. And she, you knows I think she's in her fifties as well. Um, and she's just showing people how to cook and saying things like, Oh, by the way, the source I'm using is, you know, is this sauce here, go and buy this sauce and she'll have all these links in, in a description. So anytime someone clicks those links, she gets paid a commission.
2: Yeah. yeah. Right.
0: So everybody's watching stuff online now, especially YouTube. So, and it's free to use YouTube. So why wouldn't we be uploading videos every day? right? Cause listen to this. So now my, I've made it my commitment. So I started on Facebook first. I did, I made over 2.2 million followers on that in a very short space of time. And I went from there to um, Instagram. And I, again, I gained over like two, two to over 2 million followers on there. And now I'm switching to YouTube. And sure enough, if I look at my graph, when I started, when did I get the most growth during the pandemic? Why? Cause I'm at home. I can make more videos, mm-hmm. right? It's not hard to, I mean, most cameras come with a video camera right? You just hold it up and you talk for five or 10 minutes and you press a button, it's uploaded, right? If you do that every single day, you got to look at the strategy here. So if I have one video and that video is getting say 50 views a week, right? Times that by 52, that's 2,600 views that video is getting, right? Times that by 10 years, that video is getting 26,000 views for free. Yeah. Right? Now, if I do a video every single day, that's 365 videos times 365, that's n- almost 10 million views in 10 years. Right. If you just get 1% of those people, which is 100,000 people that buy something and you make $100, that's already 10 million. So people, when they play this game, they're very short termed Like, and you know me and you've seen my growth and, and it's been, it's not, it hasn't happened. All. I didn't just get into, it took me 10 years to get into Forbes. And that didn't just happen overnight. Right. And you've seen me like from the very start on how I started and you probably see my following grow and my, um, you know, exposure grow and my my brand grow. It's because I'm every day doing it. It's consistency, and people are not willing to put the consistency in.
2: And that that's, that I think is what causes most people to fail. They they love the idea, and then you say to them, right, okay, this is all you got to do. It's a tiny thing, but you got to do it every day, and they'll do the tiny thing the first day, and then they'll go, well, it doesn't make a lot of difference, and that's right. one of the biggest things that we've learned is that people i mean it came out of the slight edge didn't it yeah, but, um, yeah. Jim, Bolson, yeah you know you do these tiny little things every day and individually they make little little or no difference and when you look at it you go oh well it doesn't matter if i don't do it tomorrow right but if you do it consistently over time all of a sudden you get to you know as you say you say 10 years you know you could do it in a year you're yeah. going to make a big difference to where you started. Yeah,
1: like Jim Rowan said, easy to do, easy mm-hmm. not to do. It's one of our keynote presentations. We love giving this one because <laughs> we we actually – I haven't got it. It's on my desk. We take um, a, a US cent, you know, a penny, and we, we say, imagine if you compounded that one penny. Doubled it
2: every day. Doubled every
1: month. day for a month. What would that come to? And when they see that in monetary terms, and we say, right now – Put that amount of doing a little bit every day on your business. Think how that will compound mm. for the future. And you've just said that exactly with YouTube. We have um, a very good friend of ours. She's a little bit younger than us, but still within our our, our catchment, if you like. And she specialises in making gluten-free cakes and desserts. Mm. So a little bit niched within the cooking. And during the pandemic, she just bless her she had to go and live with her mom and her dad because they both have unfortunately have dementia um so she had no wi-fi in her parents house so she had to she tried to run run it just using you know <laughs> a, that didn't work. A, a 3g connection on her on her mobile but she started cooking in her mom and dad's kitchen and she was it just compounded because they'd go, oh give me the recipe give me the recipe and we said You've got to monetize this. this, is,
0: this you is know, awesome. I, I want to tell you this right now. Um, so I spend a lot of time with Facebook and Google. I spend a lot of money with those companies. And, and I, I, I just had a meeting with Google the other day, actually. But one thing that's happened, so the new thing that's happening right now, you don't even need a website now to make money. Let me give you a, a, a real example. Okay, so my wife, she's Malaysian. And she hasn't flown to Malaysia because of the pandemic. And she's mm-hmm. really missing home. She's missing a family. And Malaysians, they love their food. Like they have amazing food there. So there is a Malaysian chef in the UK and she basically has a Facebook group, a Facebook page where she's just cooking all these different Malaysian dishes. And so my wife contacts her and says, you know, that that chili that you're using, that's like Malaysian chili, like it's mixed with a certain, and you'd like, you have to know the recipe for it. And she says, you know, can I buy some from you? And so she's now got this order, like there's a waiting list. And she's like, during the pandemic, she's making these little, Um, curries and and, and chili powders and chili oils. And she's sending it. And literally the other day it arrived. Now, why is this exciting? Because if people have Facebook and they have WhatsApp, the new thing that's come out in Facebook now is something called Facebook pay, right? Facebook pay is basically like Amazon. You know, you go to Amazon, you type in a product, you click buy now and it just charges a credit card. Well, Facebook now have their own version of that. Now, Facebook, don't forget Facebook own Instagram and their own WhatsApp, which now means this in, let's say you want to buy my things from me. You just send me a message. Hey, John, that thing that you showed on Facebook, can I buy it? Sure. I can send you a buy now button.
1: Nice.
0: I can literally send you a buy now button with like, okay, your buy now button. Oh, how much is it? Oh, I don't know. It's 50 quid. Put 50 quid there. Bang. You just click that button. I get 50 pounds. And I just send that thing to you. Right? Same now with Instagram. Instagram now, it just, it just showed up on my wall this morning. Instagram shops now being integrated. So now you can have an Instagram wall. And you can tag products in and people can click directly from your picture. So let's say I hold my book like this, right? Like this. So I take a picture, I post like this. I can actually put a call to action button. They click, the price will show up they'll click and then they can buy directly from Instagram.
1: That is so smart. In fact, we had a note from Facebook this morning saying, please integrate your shop with your Facebook page. And I'm going, why would I want to do that? Now I know why I would want that.
0: Right, right. You see? You see?
1: because obviously we sell a lot of books, we write a lot of books and we sell a lot of books, but this is a great way of doing it, so. Right,
0: without any of the technical hassle, without people, because a a lot of people, because I actually run a a three-day bootcamp called Social Media Business Bootcamp, Mm -hmm. and actually a lot of people who attend are over 50, Mm -hmm. and their biggest concern is, yeah, but John, I'm not good with computers. Yeah, but I'm not a programmer. I don't know how to make a website. I said, look, if, do you use Facebook? Yeah. How often? Every day. Okay, do you use WhatsApp? Yeah. How often? Every day. If you can use both of them, you just need to know how to use them and you can make money.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Right? So it's the technology is now not the problem. The problem now is the ideas and the execution of those ideas. That's
1: the problem. And I've, we find our... Our marketplace, if you like, they have the ideas. They're there already. They just, one, don't know they have them because they've stored them away and not thought they're an income-producing idea. And, B, they don't know how to connect the two together. And that's where we go right back, full circle to what you said at the beginning. It's mentorship. It's somebody who will coach you, someone who will help hold you accountable to bringing it all together and that now with everything that we have going on in the world and the technologies like zoom that we can do this you can be on zoom with your with your client and you could be showing them exactly what to do it's recorded they have it they can follow it they can come back and tell you next day right done that what do I do next
0: yeah yeah and
1: I think that is what what is something the opportunity if you like that's really come out of this that nobody has I don't think yet has capitalized on so we're sharing all our secrets today aren't
0: we? Yeah yeah I mean that's exactly what we do with one of our software so I have a software company which basically creates a membership site for people it's basically imagine having your own Netflix Right, people use Netflix. They pay ten dollars a month, and they can watch all the films. But imagine if you had your own Netflix channel. Instead of watching films, now they're watching videos of you cooking. They're watching videos of you doing, you know, losing weight, personal training, of you singing, of you dancing, um, of you giving business advice, or using the internet, of using different softwares. Right, everyone has this piece of knowledge, but it's stuck in their head, yeah. and they don't know how to take it out and monetize it. So we actually launched a challenge called M B Thirty. And literally for 30 days, my team walked people through just an hour a day to basically create this membership site. And, you know, we don't, and of course, you know, during lockdown, we, we didn't charge people. We said, look, it's free because we've just been locked down again. This is something we want to give back to our community. And you don't have to pay for this, but we, but we want to show you how to do it. Do you know, in, in, in three days, we had 3,000 people enroll into this, this, this training. It's insane.
1: It's insane yeah we've got some ideas around challenges and stuff and different things that we've been looking at because you've got to think outside the box right now
2: you've got to find different um, ways of getting people to engage with you and
1: to consume your 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 training and your expertise which you monetize at the end of the day we we're in business to make profit you know we love people and we love you to have stuff but there's a balance between how much you serve and how much you sell and it's finding that nice little um, bit in the
0: middle. Well, well, there's also another important element to that. Um, you know, when, when people pay, they pay attention.
1: Yes. You
0: know, when they pay, they pay attention. When they pay, they'll show up. When they pay, they'll... Like, I have friends and, you know, friends in our industry where I could easily get things for free from them, easily, but I choose to pay.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Why do I pay? Because when I pay, I'll use it, I'll value it more. Sometimes when people get things for free, they don't always value it. And even if they value it, they won't take it seriously because it hasn't cost them anything. So there's no... There's no um, feeling of of value because you haven't – do you know when you work hard for something and you achieve it and it's like, oh, my God, like, I'm so – like, you feel so good. If someone just comes on and just gives you, you know, a million dollars, you're like, oh, okay, that's nice. But you, you, snoo- you, you, you lose that self-worth, you know, and for people to invest in themselves, that's what – the money that, that – this brain that I've got in my head, this is a multi-million dollar brain because I've invested all the money into that. Right. Every day I'm, I'm listening to podcasts when I'm going on my walks. Um, you know, every day I'm, I'm looking for coaches. I just invested a hundred thousand in a, in a coach, right. To take my, you know, because I, like I said, I want to get my company to a, you know, a billion dollar valuation. That means I need to work with people at that next level.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: You know, so it's, it's really, you know, investing in yourself. That's why I say there's difference between, you know, schooling and education. Right? and the, I tell you the difference between people who are very successful, and you know, reason why you you both have done well is because, and I, I, that's what I love about both of you is that you're always learning stuff. You like every time you go when the seminars were happening, you'll always go to seminars. You'd always be on park, and you'd always be in that field. And that's why you're as successful as you are because you're getting new knowledge in here. Right? And the more new knowledge we have, and if we don't adapt to new market changes, then we're finished. Yep, you know,
1: we would agree. We have had such a fabulous time with you, John, and we know how valuable that is. Do you mind if I just read something that I picked up out of Forbes? Read, because I do read. Oh. And, then, <laughs> and, I, and I would like to say this because you're very modest and you wouldn't say it yourself. And I, want, I just want to hone in on this because it's really important. There's a section in your interview where you talk about going forward and giving back. You say you don't want to wake up at 70 years old and regret not taking a risk or making a deal. We get that. We've heard that. But the further bit, I think, is very important because it's in our hearts too. It's to further teach the next generation the skills and knowledge about financial freedom that they're not taught at school. And one last message. For those who want to make a change in their life, Take risks today to build a better life tomorrow. You never want to grow old wishing that you had done things differently. I rest my case. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, We've really appreciated. We look forward to being on one of your next events. Maybe if there's anything we can help you with, we would love to give back in return. Um, Thank you everyone for tuning in to today's podcast and show, whether you have listened or watched. Um, We hope you've taken some great value from it. When we write this up, we'll give you all the connection details for John so that you can reach out to him and find out what he does. John, thank you so much again. We've really appreciated
0: thank you Susan, thank you Chris. Thank you for the amazing work and um bye everybody. Bye. 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 This is the Retirement Lifestyle Podcast with Chris and Susan Beasley.